You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are also here with Kirk and Ryan from Realtrail.com. Now, if you are an outdoor enthusiast or a weekend warrior, you've probably got a bunch of used gear in your garage that you hate to throw out. Uh, you know, eBay, Amazon, Craigslist, even Nextdoor are all options, but they all have their drawbacks too. You know, enter a father and son consignment shop uh, where they own this in Charleston, South Carolina, who thought there's got to be an easier way. So they designed Realtree, which is a buying and selling website and an app that also gives back uh, to environmental causes. That son, Ryan Leapart, and his father, Kirk, are here, and they join us on the Brand Builders podcast to tell us a little bit more about it. Hey, Ryan, uh, thank you all for joining us today, and great introduction, Brian. Thank you for that. Uh, so tell us how Realtrail works. Hey, guys, how's it going? Glad so, to be here. Yeah, we're glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Basically, Realtrail is an online platform. We have a mobile app um, free to use, and the point of Realtrail is to it's in the community and a marketplace to buy and sell outdoor gear, whether it's new stuff, maybe something you didn't wear, something that you haven't used in a while, maybe it's stuck in your closet. Uh, we wanted to build a platform to where like-minded individuals like ourselves who love, you know, fly fishing and hunting, snowboarding and skiing and stuff, have a safe and secure place to buy and sell their gear. Um, yeah, there are sites like eBay and Amazon and whatnot. We've used them. We're very familiar with them. Um, but we decided to come out with our own marketplace that has our own specific niche to where the fees, we have a low fee compared to sites that uh, sit here and you know take a chunk of your gear once it sells. And we want it to be a safe haven for all people who love adventure and the outdoors. Yeah, we don't have any listing fees either, which is uh, unique. Uh, we we uh, have a, uh, a really a very user-friendly, we tried to go to the mile to have a very user-friendly type of platform along with our, our mobile apps and our desktop and uh, it uh, realtrail.com is a unique experience when you get on there we try very hard to do that because we have a variety of a ton of things actually that you can participate in uh, that we feel like makes it a community of outdoor enthusiasts that are really looking for this type of uh, <clears throat> setup and platform where they can go and do uh, a lot of different things. And we also offer another side of our entity that is adventure trips. That is a real neat feature that many, many people are really grasping a hold of. Aside from selling gear, you can list, uh, if you're a fly fishing guide and you want people to find out about your trip, uh, people can get online, get on our site or our app and book it through you. And every every sale that goes through Realtrail, anytime a sale happens on our uh, platform, 1% of that is donated to a select group of uh, nonprofits that we believe in. So we're trying to uh, help the planet out while creating a safe and uh, easy community for outdoor enthusiasts to recycle gear. That's so awesome. It's got a lot to do with conservation. Excellent. And, and so we do a lot of stuff with, um, with nonprofits in our community. That's one of the biggest pushes in our company, but let's kind of backtrack here and, and really talk about the outdoors and what, you know, really kind of got you guys interested in, in not only starting the consignment so shop, but excuse me, um, but more like working with your dad and starting out and growing up and being outdoors. I think now with technology, it's kind of interesting that you guys are taking the outdoors and then you're kind of throwing that new vibe from technology and incorporating them together. So tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of wh where this all started. Well, we, uh, 
luckily I was, I was able to spend a lot of time with my kids growing up. We did a lot of outdoor activities, uh, from fly fishing, spent a lot of time hunting, fishing, uh, this stuff. Um, I ski, I don't board, but everybody else snowboards or boards, any kind of board in our family. I and mean, I, I don't do it, but I snow, I actually, he ski. works on it. He works on yeah, it. <laughs> Work so, in progress. I can't keep up with these young guys, but, uh, we, we had such a, a great time. Um, as time went by, we talked about, we wanted to do something that we could reach out to other people because we met so many folks that on all the different, uh, we'll call it adventures that we have done, um, all over the U S and out of the U S that, um, really we just, we had such good vibes. It's just a really great group of folks. And that's why we call it our, our community of people. And we wanted to come up with a, uh, a method to the madness to where we could, uh, really envelop all this. So we wanted to experiment to see if it made sense and, um, and we do an incubation type of, uh, process. So we started a storefront, uh, with consignment only sportsmen, sportswomen gear that what happened was, is we wanted to see really where it would take us. And if we had, you know, sort of a group of folk that would follow us and whole nine yards, and we ended up finding out that about 85% of our sales were online. And we felt like that was going to be the case. We didn't know it was going to be that much. So we ended up spending that whole consignment process uh, storefront into a major platform that would be a desktop and a mobile app process that would be able to envelop the whole U.S. and really the world into our whole concept of being able to, you know, conservation and community of outdoor enthusiasts. We, we like to relate to a lot of people. And like you said, I mean, as a family business starting out, our little storefront that was here in Charleston, it was it was all about relationships and community. People would come into our store, and I mean, whether someone's buying something or not, they love to hang out, talk about their last hunt, talk about the last fishing trip they went on. I mean, it was endless. Like the stories were endless, and it's stuff that we love. So the fact that it was it's my older brother, it's me and my dad, we kind of just tossed our heads together. You know, where technology starting to get big, and the internet's picking up and everything. And uh, we just formed this thing, and it's just a family business. We're going to keep it going, and it's what we believe in. So they say, I think a lot of people say, work, don't work with family or friends, but I kind of look at it as the opposite. I'd rather work with family because they're people you can argue with. When you argue with, you know, a coworker, some sometimes people, people tend to hold a grudge. But if you have maybe some internal, you know, issues with family members, you all get over it. I mean, we're a bunch of guys. We're not... We just we can't, we can't stay mad at family like maybe you can friends because it's you know it's family yeah and you bring up a good point there and and um i actually used to live in charleston before i moved here to charlotte in 2010 so i absolutely love the city we're three hours away i know there's a lot of our listeners that go down to charleston on the weekends they probably have beach houses down there as well but tell us a little bit about the consignment shop where where it is located if you still actually have a physical presence and then also interesting about um kind of a retail presence going into more of a an online um, shop as well i feel like a lot of the very successful boutiques are taking this and and not only do they have a, a storefront but they also have that web presence as well so tell us a little bit about how you kind of juggle both of those and if you still have the consignment shop actually open from a physical standpoint Okay, right. We decided based on our uh, <clears throat> testing and incubation uh, process that we did not need to keep the consignment open. But uh, what we were trying to do is, is uh, we experimented with a number of different website entities and the way it was built with us 
we wanted to be able to get out there on a big scale and we considered leaving the consignment store open and maybe peppering those around in more of a uh, an activity but it was sort of like we had the consignment items in the store but we were selling 85 percent of all our our stuff through online and we realized that we really didn't need the consignment store anymore because of the way uh, the the whole process evolved into that percentage. So uh, we love the consignment store. It was awesome. We had a great time, uh, and we had a, we still have a fan base that are, are actually buying and selling on our our platform right now for Real Trail. But we just decided that it was not necessary to keep that, even though it was a lot of fun. It was it's. It's kind of like the uh, when we started realizing that we wanted to go towards more online because it just it's such a larger platform instead of just being here in Charleston in the Mount Pleasant area. Um, we could expand to a lot more outdoor enthusiasts. We could find a lot more customers and clients who enjoy doing what we do and who have plenty of stuff to buy and sell. Um, so we we're like, you know, the storefront's great. We love it. Made a lot of great relationships, but it just didn't make sense to keep that going. And we knew we were about to be spending 120 percent of our time and, you know, beyond 40 hours a week doing, working on what, uh, working on real trail. So we, uh, we had to tell all of our customers, you know, we still, we had some people that were subtly mad at us. They were disappointed to see the store leave, but we had to, we had to do what we had to do. And we wanted to focus all of our time on real trail instead of worrying about, you know, running the, the storefront at the same time and running this new online business that we're starting. So kind of took, kind of took the bull by the horns and decided to close shop and uh, focus solely on getting our office together and getting real trail going. So, so the platform kind of allows folks like myself or outdoorsmen to, to go on there, list their product, whatever they're selling, find a buyer. And then essentially the transaction happens between the seller and the buyer. And, and all you're doing is creating the platform for that transaction to happen. Correct. You're not, you're not necessarily holding inventory or you never really see the product come through your facility correct exactly so what we like to tell a lot of people is you know picture ebay everybody knows kind of how ebay works it's a website or an app that you can go to it's a marketplace where you would sign up yourself you would take pictures of your gear you put the price in you'd put a you'd add the pictures and everything and then a buyer wherever they may be would buy your stuff and then once once buyer buys it you know the seller who's who owns the item gets paid throws in the box slaps, slaps the shipping label on it and sends it out to the buyer we as a a real trail is the exact same way. We don't touch any of the um, inventory. Or I'm not even going to call it inventory. We don't touch any of the items listed on our site. Uh, it's solely up to our users. We've got, um, you know, gateways and walls and stuff to make sure that things get shipped out in a timely manner. You know, you want to get paid for your stuff and the buyer wants to make sure they receive it. So we've got safe handles for that. It's, so it's basically, like I said, kind of think of eBay, but in a sense of only for outdoor gear. We're a marketplace that has its own niche. And uh, you don't have to wade through all the other stuff like you would on eBay and Amazon. When you come to us, you know that you're going to find fly fishing gear, or snow snow stuff, uh, paddle boards and kayaks, or hunting gear. We got our we got our niche locked down. That's so awesome, man! I I literally just got back from Colorado uh, Sunday night. We went out scouting for an upcoming elk trip. We're archery hunting elk uh, mid to end September uh, for the rut and. Uh, you, you know, we, we had to pull so much gear together for, you know, being in the backcountry for that many days without, you know, food and water and supplies and all that kind of thing. And uh, I literally just texted your link to my Colorado crew 
uh, I, I haven't heard of your website before, and I'm thrilled to, to understand it and uh, be a part of it. Well, that's, that's great. We really appreciate that. To kind of uh, throw this in there as well, we launched back in the, towards the end of May of this year, so we're still we're still pretty new in the world of e-commerce and marketplaces, which is, is why uh, you know we spend day in and day out just trying to get the word out there. When, yeah. How should we uh, or what should we expect to start seeing in regards to, to marketing? Are, are you guys exploring Facebook platforms, social media platforms, uh, billboards? Like, what, what is your plan in that regard to spread the word? Absolutely. So the good thing, Facebook and Instagram, sites like that, are, and Twitter, you know, they're, they're really good for marketing, especially for online sites, because you can target your audience. You can pick out who you want. You know, I can go. So like, I want to uh, market to hunters, just strictly hunters. Anyone that follows anything having to do with hunting, uh, Facebook kind of in a funny way. They have all that information on anybody that has a Facebook account. So you can target your specific uh, markets you're looking for. We do a lot of uh, press releases. Um, we've got a whole array of marketing, whether it's uh, influencers. We've got an ambassador program set up to where Anyone that wants to join, we send you a care package full of stickers, hats, and shirts, and you rep the company, help spread the word. We've got a bunch of different outlets that we're pursuing, and uh, each one has its own benefits and brings something to the table. And I got a question on the platform. So when eBay came out, eBay was awesome, right? And I don't, I, mean, I know people still use eBay, but there was a while where like so many users got on and then you really didn't know where you were getting your product from, whether it was coming from China, whether it was coming from Topeka, Kansas, you had no idea if it was going to be the actual product that you bought. And sometimes you eventually did get kind of screwed over. Unfortunately, what are you guys doing to kind of um, restrict that, uh, that issue and then realize, or, or basically hold the users accountable. So if I'm going on there to buy a kayak, I'm getting that kayak. I'm not getting the, uh, you know, the molded version from China. Right. So essentially, I mean, every single listing has the seller's name on it. You know, like you can make your own storefront name, call your store, whatever you want. You're able to build your own business, um, your own e-commerce storefront is what we like to call it. So let's say you go on to look for the kayak you're going to buy. You're scrolling through all the different kayaks. You, you're looking at one. You didn't like that one. You go to the next one. Uh, we add the person's location. We don't put, you know, your exact address of your mailbox on there. But if you're in Topeka, Kansas, it's going to show that under your uh, storefront name. And it's it's kind of a it's kind of a situation of the seller. If the seller is made, they might have a, a distributor account where they uh, have an account set up so that they can list a ton of gear where all these wholesalers are able to provide any online retailer with that. And uh it's about adding the specs and the details and you've got to grow your own reputation on any site, especially e-commerce when you're selling stuff. So, you know, you want to have good ratings. You want to do what you say. And the fact of when it comes to selling something kind of a safe gateway that we have is when the seller receives the, uh, you know, the notification that they sold a kayak, as soon as that kayak gets shipped and it's scanned into the carrier, whether it's UPS or FedEx or USPS, the money has been dispersed because if the seller, I mean, if the buyer knows that the item has now checked in and it's on the way to them, that's when we provide a safe haven for the buyer that, hey, you're getting your item. We're now going to release your funds to the seller because they have shipped your item. It's a safeguard. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that, no, that's excellent. That, that answers that question. Um, how many users do you guys currently have right now as far as like how many people are selling product? How many, how many people are going on and buying product? What does that kind of look like? We've got about two to 300 registered sellers so far since May. We're averaging about 150 to 250 visitors a day. Excellent. And uh, we've got a little over a thousand registered accounts, which when we say registered accounts, that doesn't mean just sellers or just buyers. 
but um, different sellers with items listed so far is a little over 200 in about 90 days. Um, and like I said, we're, it's about, it's a little over 3,000, 3,500, 4,000 visitors a month um, that come to our site and it's growing monthly due to our marketing plans and our giveaways and stuff. Awesome. Uh, we're just get the word out there and continue to grow that and show people what we're all about. That's fantastic. And, and we're definitely going to spread the word. Now you guys mentioned it. We briefly touched this and I want to kind of dive um, into it because we're all about giving back. And, and I think it's very interesting that you guys are as well, um, just through the kind of e-commerce platform. So tell us a little bit about wh- what do you do to give back to the environment? Um, you also said you give to some of your favorite causes. Um, and then you even mentioned that you guys do a lot of trips. Do some of those incorporate maybe doing a trip for a nonprofit or trying to raise money that way? Tell us a little bit about what you guys are interested in uh, and what do you guys give back to? So as far as trips, I mean, that's our, we grew up as a tight family, tight-knit family, love, you know, doing what we can together in the outdoors and anything that we enjoy doing. Since we've been super busy with the company, the traveling has kind of cut down. We wish we could be doing more. We got to spend time getting this going. So aside from that, that will be a part of it. We'll be traveling and we like volunteering and uh, doing anything we can physically as well. But um, with a big thing that we're doing with Real Trails, we're a member of 1% of the planet, which basically it's a nonprofit organization that um, any sustainability or conservation, you know, awareness companies or anyone, even individuals are allowed to join, but it's a pledge that you take. Basically, you pledge to donate 1% of annual sales towards any sort of nonprofit or ways of conservation. So it, it doesn't matter if you want to go volunteer X amount of 1% of your time or um, our kind of way of justifying and doing what we like doing is that 1% of every sale will eventually be donated um, to different nonprofits and conservation conscious folks. So every sale, let's say you bought that kayak you were talking about, 1% of that is going to go to, uh, we basically pick about five to six different ones a year. So that's kind of our goal. And we're going to send a chunk amount of money to each and cover like, things that we think you know might need help in this area, whether it's like forestry or you know, protecting some marshlands or this and that. There's a variety of different ones, but it's it's our way of giving back by taking a percent of every sale, which also helps our sellers and buyers know that they're part of something bigger as well. Because a part, thanks to them, that is a way that uh, a percentage of these sales are going back to our planet. Love that. Yeah, and so you um. It's kind of interesting. You mentioned the ambassador program. I think Scott would be a fantastic ambassador. So we'll just throw that out there. Send me some merchandise, man. If you went into his house, you'd be like, yeah, we need to get this guy on our team, um, which is a good thing. But you guys, uh, tell us a little bit about how you sign up for Real Trail. Um, we see that you guys have your website. You do have an app. Tell us how easy it is to sign up. And then also, you know, we want to be able to push this to uh, to our market here in Charlotte. And as, although Charleston is not in the same state, it's kind of like Charleston is Charlotte's Beach. Yeah, so you're right. So either way, you can get on our website or you can download our mobile app. The mobile app's free in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Um, basically, all you would do is click sign up. If you're brand new, you click sign up. You can sign up with your Facebook or a Google email or any email you choose. You just enter your name, enter your password. I mean, enter your email and then choose a password. And then once you hit register, you're signed up, ready to go. It's just name, email, password. That's it. Or you can use Facebook and Google, like I said. And then... Uh, once you're signed up, you know, you can either start listing your gear, but you're going to come across to the point to where you can either do this first. We want people to understand that we offer a variety of ways you can get paid. So Venmo is an up and coming way of payment. Now I know my roommates and I use it a lot for bills and stuff, uh, whether we're all splitting the cable bill or this and that. So we offer, when you sell your gear, 
you can either be paid through a direct deposit or you can get paid through pay your PayPal account or you can get paid through Venmo. So we want to offer a variety of ways because some people might not like PayPal, some people might not like Venmo, or some people might not feel comfortable giving their bank account information out, which is all completely understandable. Everyone has their own reasons for doing what they do. But um, we want to make sure you get paid when you sell your gear. So we kind of have a blocker. You're able to fill out what your gear is, how much you want to sell it for, you know, if there's a shipping price, add your pictures. But before you list it, uh, you're prompted to choose how you'd like to get paid. So when it comes down to that, you, whichever option you select, your account's good to go. You're able to list as many items as you want. And it's all free. We don't charge any listing fees. And you can list unlimited items. And the only time that you're required to pay our 7.5% fee is when the item is uh, you know, checked into the carrier of who's selling, I mean, of, uh, who's shipping it for you. That's awesome, man. And so this is a, this is a, a personal question. Um, I love you guys all talk about being a family and, and I'm a, a new dad. I have a five month old at home. Um, this, this question's for Kirk. Kirk, tell me how it, it feels to have two sons that not only um, have kind of grown up with you, you've seen them turn into men, but now you guys get the opportunity to grow a business together. Tell me what that experience is like, because being a new dad, uh, I, I can't wait every day to get home to my son. And I can only imagine um, going into business and, and something that we truly love in the future. Well, I'll tell you, it's a very special thing to uh, myself and my wife. Uh, we, we were very fortunate having great kids. My daughter's involved in a lot of things we do too. She's uh, finishing up her last year at uh, MUSC. Uh, I'm glad to get her out. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> <laughs> my last one. But we, we have a, a unique bond from doing this when they're little and just kind of grew up with it. Um, and it was sort of a um, just, uh, you know, you, dad gets to be kind of uncool sometimes when you get around 13 or 14. You never said that. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you'll experience that. And then as time goes by, you hope that they'll come back around. And one of the reasons I felt like they would is we did a lot of things together, a lot of uh, outdoor sporting uh, sportsmen's type things, sports women's type things across the board. Um, from like we said earlier, uh, fishing, hunting, uh, camping, just tons of stuff. And that uh, we ended up fortunately being able to come back together and uh, being able to put together a very cool uh, package platform that I think we feel like a huge amount of people are going to relate to. We have people tell us all the time that, uh, man, I've, I've been looking for something like this. I just don't have a place to go that I actually can just pour my, my whole being in, so to speak, and, and, and put all these vintage items or put all these items I have for sale. And... Um, we, we just are, are, it just all came together for us. And it really, uh, Phil and Ryan's ideas, uh, these guys are amazing. Uh, you know how these young guys are as far as uh, computer savvy and everything else. And we've had an amazingly uh, great team to be able to work on this. But my, my kids, I tell you what, I can't, I can't even hardly describe it to, to you. You've got so much to look forward to. And um, the, the, um, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Let me say that. <laughs> so well, cool. I need to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. You all have found that together and, and what an exciting platform you've created here. I can't wait to jump on this and share it with, uh, you mentioned earlier community, the hunt fish outdoor, uh, folks are absolutely a, a community I've met and 
hung out with people that I didn't know that now are my best friends because of that scenario. And, and, um, I just really appreciate you all sharing this with us. And, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of other outdoor folks that want to get a start on new gear for the fall. And, and we'll certainly be sharing this and hopefully you'll get some new, new joiners and, and, and we'll be taking a look. So thank you guys for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys. We thank you. We want to thank you guys so much, uh, Scott and Brian, and uh, spending the time to learn about our platform. And uh, and we enjoyed it so much. And maybe we can jump back on maybe at a later date and update you on where we are. You know, six months, a year or something. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We got a lot coming too. We got a bunch of features. It's endless. So, well, hey, when the fish are biting, we'll have to make a trip down there and. And get out there. Check yeah, it out, man. Make to, new friends, you know? We're about to take this Brand Butters podcast on the road. <laughs> Let's do it. We're ready for it. <laughs> All right, you guys, everybody, uh, if you're listening, go to realtrail.com. That's R-E-E-L-T-R-A-I-L.com. And check them out. And thank you so much, Kirk and Ryan. You guys have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. You take guys care. Do the same. We hope to talk with you very soon. Awesome. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.